Hi everyone, welcome to the tech part. I have Pranjal Kamra with me. Pranjal is from Phenology. Welcome Pranjal, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much sir. Thank you so much for having me here. Really excited having a conversation with you. Thank you Pranjal, likewise. I think the first question is of course, what do you do? What does Phenology do? What do you do at Phenology? How did this idea came to you? Right sir. So, so you know, unlike a lot of uh, business uh, methodologies and you know startup plans that you have to be focused, you have to actually know that what is your vision, what is your mission. You know, we have sort of gone completely against that in the last three four years. First, our business model is not at all dependent on funding. So, as a startup, we are not seeking funding. We are a completely bootstrap startup, and we plan to remain that way. So that uh, you know, one contrary behavior. uh and and similarly you know we we never had any mvp we never had a fixed plan the basic vision was you know when i started it sounds very childish immature but i remember in 2017 when i did not had a penny in my pocket the vision was that i see from from a 24 years old i see that banking could be done in a much better way than hdfc so ultimately you know 30 years down the line we want to be india's biggest private sector bank ultimately the vision is that but you know for that we don't have a team we did not had funds we still don't have funds to be able to start a bank but you know i think uh, so so everything everything that we do is eventually designed to take us there in a couple of decades so everything that we do is towards that what do we do right now you know right now our focus is on so basically when we talk about the finance sector there are three major sectors so uh, one is lending one is insurance and one is wealth right now we want to provide users in india a one stop destination to solve all their wealth problems so let's understand what are what are wealth problems and what are the kind of solutions we are trying to provide you know whenever someone is thinking someone who's young and someone who wants to learn about what are mutual funds what is the state the first touch point where a company or a brand can correlate with the potential customer is educating the customer i think in finance because of a lot of misselling and a lot of negative perception about it education is a very important touch point so one of our offerings is education around the financial domain so in fact we are we have a tie up with bombay stock exchange subsidiary wherein our courses are certified by the stock exchange subsidiary so that is one once you for example now you know how to invest in mutual funds or how to search stocks or how to create your portfolio this is another very important barrier wherein you know even if you know how to pick great stocks there are not enough free tools available that actually allow you to implement what you have learned because you know you know that in a bank uh, npas have to be limited but if you google each and every bank's npa it will take you 2 hours to figure out npas of all the 40 major banks so empowering the retail investor with the right set of data tools and information i think is the second important checkpoint and this is our flagship offering called ticker by phenology which is we believe is a better alternative to something like money control wherein you know we are not just giving you information or data as a lot of others do but we think we are also providing you an alternative to excel because you know excel is a really outdated tool wherein still in classes corporates and individuals maintain their financial profile and track their investments through excel 
what if that tracking is also done on the same tool in which you are selecting your assets to invest so so that is ticker our flagship offering now what is the third checkpoint once someone who's of middle age uh, busy with their family and professional life they don't want to take their investment decisions on their own they want to outsource it to a professional either through mutual funds advisors or portfolio managers so we are chatisgarh's first sebi registered investment advisor and we offer online robo advisory services the last uh, aspect is transactions the customers also want an easy uh, either free or a cost effective way that uh, to transact that is also safe and that can and through which they can transact in different asset classes and everything can be tracked on a single platform so the fourth uh, touch point is what we are working on and in a couple of months we'll be also be launching a transactions platform so if it's related to wealth gold real estate mutual fund stocks be it education advisory analysis or investment everything at one platform is what we do impressive on your bootstrap that makes us too we are also a bootstrap organization for now uh, so so prancha uh, you know uh, uh, you're in the domain that you are in you speak with uh, like you said with bombay stock exchange and on courses etc etc i wanted to kind of pick your brain on what is working for fintech as a sector in this country because you see lot of investment is happening lot of lot of uh, in last whatever month or so uh, all major unicorns that have turned unicorns or startups that have turned unicorns right. were, were largely from fintech or ancillary fintech what is working for fintech in this country ranjit right a couple of things to it you know first uh, penetration of financial instruments in india was abnormally low you know if we compare uh, globally almost 40 45% of the population in developed nations invest in mutual funds and stocks in india even after this pandemic and this huge rush towards the stock market that is still close to 3 and a half 4% so 10 times below global average if we compare you know gdp to loan ratio insurance premium to loan ratio number of credit cards per 1000 people you know number of credit cards in india per 1000 people is close to 13 credit cards in us it's 1300 so 100 times you know potential so one penetration was absolutely low and i think vc money loved this you know when they see that the growth potential is 100x they like that but why is the money flowing in now it's because technology it was not possible to scale earlier it's technology that has allowed these startups to potentially scale and this technology has only come in in the last 3 4 years you know aadhar based ekyc digital account opening a lot of things a lot of technology has now made it possible to actually reach the people in tier 3 tier 4 cities so potential was always there is just that now everyone realizes that we also have the tools to actually be able to realize that potential so and and of course i mean again apart from growth potential what we see is like is rapid growth and because of this pandemic you know this is very interesting this pandemic actually uh, increased the numbers just exactly what the vcs track for example you know if if uh, because of this pandemic a lot of college students a lot of youngsters have started opening their demat accounts or mutual fund portfolios 
so if someone is tracking number of account opening naturally they have skyrocketed but if you know you compare average funding per account 2 years ago versus average funds in a particular dmat account now i'm definitely sure it has gone down because these middle aged people they don't have enough funding uh, sorry these young people they don't have enough funds to actually be able to trade with lakhs and crores and be actually be able to generate brokerage for these companies but number of account openings if someone is tracking that because of the pandemic it has skyrocketed so you know this also uh, gives validation that in terms of account growth there is huge growth so it's a combination of all of these things thank you 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 mentioned that that in a sense technology ha- you you did not say this verbatim but technology has fueled the growth uh, of the entire fin uh, finance uh, sector now i wanted to understand uh, pranjal how do you use technology at at uh, at phenology what aspects mm-hmm. are being you know best served with the use of technology that at at phenology is something that i wanted to understand right so sir while i am not a tech person at all so i don't know the intricacies of it and fortunately we have a i what i call him a genius cto so you know he was someone i did not know at all and i just met him randomly by googling good web developers in raipur and he came we discussed we really clicked and since then uh, you know he's virtually my uh, elder brother and he absolutely looks at it and why and you know the, the great thing about him is and how how i think tech people uh, they empower and enable dreams of non tech people that's a classic example you know in the beginning i would say because when i, I did not knew tech at all so i would say uh, uh, sir look at that you know that that website has a uh, has a unique call to action is that possible so i would keep asking such things i would pick small features from other websites and i would keep asking him is this possible is this possible and he would always say yes and after a few days he told me pranjal don't keep asking me if this is possible or that is possible if you want uh, we are partners if you want i'll build amazon for you so you just tell me what to build i'll build that for you so everything is possible but you know uh, apart from that uh, the things i know so i think uh, all our uh, digital infrastructure is hosted on aws completely hosted there uh, because you know um, so so you know uh, uh, because you know aws has aws has the maximum amount of tools and solutions available so be it ocr be it video player be it sending emails all our tech stack kind of you know kind of integrates into one platform and that is the reason he says that we are using aws apart from that you know the biggest uh, daily work that we do is integrating data sets so you know when so so say ticker so ticker has 5000 listed companies their prices change every second financial statements are of 200 pages in length of every company annual report to to extract data from that or to receive certain data points from the stock exchange to standardize that to display that what happens if the data feeds are delayed and things like that so i think integrating apis and creating our own data structures in what format do we want to show it to people i think that takes the maximum amount of time apart from that you know uh, because uh, building such financial tools involves first dealing with huge huge number of uh, data sets apart from that you always have to be really wary about the regulations 
KYC, data security, and things like that. So you know, this is where I believe that personally, to us, technology has enabled us a lot because couple of years ago we had to build everything on our own. Now we see that a lot of you know uh, uh, APIs are integrated uh, in in, uh, in a pre-packaged way and then sold to us as a product. So as a startup, that drastically reduces our go-to-market time. And then you can always, you know, you know what's important with us that if if we if we are building something on our own, it will take us a year. If we take a ready-made product that has 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 pre-packaged sets of APIs, we can go to market in a couple of months. And then while using those APIs, we can again build it on our own in a in an year or so. But at least we are there in the market. And based on the problems we faced with the APIs. we can prepare our apis in a better way so i think these ready made uh, solutions packaged by it companies they have helped us a lot in reducing our go to market time so we have really dependent on third parties for our operations right and uh, now i and since you speak very passionately about the whole sector i wanted to understand more from you on where do you see a uh, uh, the the data security piece or or discussions around cyber security uh, uh, where what's your stance there how do you look at uh, cyber security in terms of what you, at what you do um, and and overall how do you think we can mitigate uh, uh, the data threats the frauds further with the use of technology or can we can we not how, how, what what's your uh, you know bit there right so uh, while you know honestly this question is a bit too technical for me from the technology standpoint i think from the moral business ethics standpoint you know if if so so you know the biggest uh, debate or the biggest uh, hot arguments i see around this around data and security and things like this is that on one side you have the apple camp and on one side you have the google camp wherein you know for one data is business and for the other hardware is business and data security yeah. and protecting the data is business you know ethically speaking i am i feel i am more aligned to the apple side wherein you know uh, you know basically your you saying that you protect your 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 customers data is actually a feature or a part of your product and you can include the cost of that in your product i would always prefer going that way you know in so so you know in phenology i you know uh, whenever whenever we think of something whenever something is conceptualized in fact our cto this is the first thing he tells uh, pranjal you thought of a new product you thought of uh, something like this do you know how dangerous it is to integrate with a third party to share data with the third party what if they do this in fact to all our vendors this is his first question most of the time why are you asking for this permission why is our data package growing through this gateway what are the reasons this is happening so i think uh, so far uh, we have been so we have more than a million customers registered on our platform and so far it has been good going we have not had any such issues what also see you know i think whatever uh, you dearly value uh, you it's it's not just reflected in tech it's also reflected in marketing it's also reflected in sales and then your tech is just a reflection of what you are doing in marketing and sales so you know i'll tell you uh, despite being an advisory which is a very sort of a push sort of a product 
uh, we have never ever in our life sent one promotional sms we have never sent a purely marketing email even one email that is purely uh, marketing based we don't do cold calling at all uh, we don't share our marketing our leads our marketing data with any of our associates even if that those associates are you know for them we are product uh, marketers and we get commission out of those products we don't sell our leads at all so you know when on the marketing side our ethics are like this i think that reflects in the tech side as well because the entire tech team realizes that we don't want this and we cannot compromise on this and i think it's more of a cultural thing if the culture is strong that reflects on the technology absolutely it's a, it's everything about culture so thank you pranjal for talking to us today i look thank forward you, to talking with you more often thank you pranjal pleasure thank you bye